it is thundering. It is, it is, uh, there's so lightning. I am scared of lightning. It is hailstones. Oh, that hurts my face. <laughs> we are slipping everywhere. Here's a bit of animus. <laughs> slipping everywhere. That is hurtful hail. Alison Spittle is a young comedian from Ballymore in Westmeath. Wow. It's a real sting. <laughs> I meet her after a gig on the Keys in Dublin. I've put on so much weight lately that my coat doesn't close properly. So it's going on my cleavage. <laughs> You know, something may distract you. You may look above at the hill and there may be a deer on the horizon. Or maybe you might in the IRA wear jeans, but camouflage everywhere else. You know? you got to think of some poor, like, British soldiers looking upon the Shreve Blue Mountains going, Fucking mate, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All I can see is some Levites going across the sky like birds. It's like they're giving us LSD again, mate. They did. You Google it. I don't know, it's like some sort of need. Need to be liked. Um, some sort of primal kind of like urge to make people laugh and feel validated and you know it's and it's I don't know I'm a sucker for self-punishment I just I like it I like I like this this is me being creative in a way because my normal way of getting people to like me is by making them laugh so why not do it with 30 or 40 people that are paying to laugh I, I honestly don't know why I do it Basically, I'm half English, and I'm also half traveller, um, which is kind of difficult because um, you're kind of the enemy of every Irish person alive, you know? <laughs> I've always wanted to stop saying that. Always wanted to stop saying that first sentence, but always, like, looked at the audience and go, oh, go out with it again, that same old crap, and kind of ties me down in a way. I mean, you can either be tarmac in their drive, or offering them soup. They're really scared, but have both. It's grand. <laughs> I can turn back your drive with soup if you like, and then convert you to Protestantism, and then give you a bailout. <laughs> do your family support you doing this, or what do your family think of you doing it? Um, I tell them as little as possible about doing it, because I kind of feel ashamed in a way because. I make fun of them. Because my granddad um, normally brings back his transit van with so many lovely little gifts back to his house. Like, you know, he could bring back a pool table or he could bring back a hot tub or anything. But mostly it's Jack Russell's that he brings back to the house. Which is great crack, I tell you. You give him a wash in the hot tub, they have a great time. <laughs> it's like a George Michael video. <laughs> All the time I kind of feel like I'm stabbing them in the back somehow. Because they're a very proud, they're a very proud bunch of people, and they care a lot of what other people think. I mean, I don't really care what people think. I think my family are fantastic, and uh, I really do. They're they're the people I want to hang around with mostly. They're just brilliant, and they. I, I change my routine if they come. She's an alcoholic, but uh, not the bad type of alcoholic, you know, that kind of like ruins lives. Just the, the type. Of, Kind of alcoholic that sits in a corner, drinks all around her, and just sings some Joe Dolan songs occasionally. Great crack. People laugh. People like to put people in boxes, and it's good to be in two very different boxes. You know, it's like a, it's like an awful sitcom, really. You know, there's a very clean guy and a very messy guy. What happens when they come together? You know, as one. So it's just an easy kind of step to start off on. 
Princess Bossa. Wat doe je mee? So we made the bus, Alison. We did, yeah. We're just coming out of Dublin now. No, this is kind of like a journey I make all the time. It's always the 11 o'clock to Mullingar bus. I always ring up my uncle about 10 o'clock and go, hey, can I stay at your house tonight? Yeah, no problem, do you know. I have two places I can stay in Mullingar. So <laughs> I actually, I was just thinking about it. I have three places I can stay in Galway, if I ever get stuck in Galway. A place I can stay in Limerick, a place I can stay in Cork, a place I can put out six places that aren't here that I can stay in Dublin. One place in Ratline. Up until four. I've been dreaming of a time when to be English is not to be painful. Went to Germany then for a year. My dad's a builder, and basically we went wherever the building was. You know, um, apparently times were bad in the early nineties in England. My granddad hates Maggie Thatcher, so. I presume it was. Um, so we just went wherever the work was, and eventually we ended up in Ireland. And I was used to being brought up in cities and places where I was the only white girl in my class in England. I went to a multi-denominational school, and then I ended up in a village outside Monaghan. I was like, as a kid, where are all the black people? You know, you were the only white girl in your school. I was the only white girl in my school in London, you know. And I used to, uh, my best friend was Jockey, and she was from Africa. And uh, another friend called Selena, and she was Chinese. And it was, you know, the Indian mothers used to come to the school, and we never we celebrated all festivals of all religions. So I was like, oh right, so when do you guys celebrate the valley in Ireland? And they were like, what? You know. Festival of Lights and all that jazz. It's great crack. And uh, everyone was white and Catholic. And I was like, Jesus Christ. My, my grandma, she's dead now. She was, she's the woman that I've always wanted to be. But she always... Why like, do you say that? Because she's amazing in every way. She's one of these modern women that worked, you know, and have kids at the same time. And really believed in, you could do anything you like, Alison. She, she used to like, give me prospectuses on potential universities when I was 13 and go, yeah, this looks good, you know. You want to, and I always go to Grandma, I want to be an actress, though. Or, you know, and she put me into this stage school you know, for a week and it cost her a lot of money. And she, she always seemed to be... like I'd live in the council estate, but I know for two weeks of my life that I'd be going over to my Grandma and money would not be an issue. You know, money was always an issue. I learned maths very quickly and I learned what Tesco own brand was when I went to the shop, you know, Homestead. I knew my brands, like, as a kid, I always stuck to the cloth, but as soon as I went to Grandma's, like, you could forget everything about the world. She was there and she was there to hold you and to tell you that you're brilliant and you'll do anything you like. And in Ireland, you can't be told you're brilliant. You have to keep your head down and don't excel at anything. And I will die with both 
I really love people and I hate people at the same time. It's a weird kind of relationship. I've been dreaming of a time when the English are sick to death of labour and I love talking to people. I love the I mean the amount of people I talk to on this bus alone, like it's crazy. I talked to a hedge funder there last week. Did you? Who else did you talk to? Uh, I talked to a woman that wanted to see my family and to see if they were good people because she could tell by photographs. And she has this big vendetta against the Catholic Church. I was like, oh, we're getting into conspiracy theories here, do you know? I met another guy that was in the army and, uh, and got, got out on leave and stuff. And he was a bit of a psychopath. He kept telling me about his ex-wife, and I was like, right, okay. Then started rubbing my knee. I was like, oh, great, uh, here's my stuff, bye. And would you yeah. sit in beside them and chat to them, or would they sit beside you? I normally kind of get talking to people while waiting for the bus stop, and then we kind of sit together. Do you know what I mean? I never get out, like, I never force myself on people or anything like that, but you can sometimes see off people that some people want to talk, and you're like, hey, how are you? Talk about the weather, and then, I mean, the best place is on a boat. The amount of times, because my dad lives in England, I'm always on the boat going over to him, bringing over my sisters, because I'm over 18, you know. And uh, I remember from my leaving cert, I met a girl that uh, did a degree in Irish, and I didn't study at all for my Irish at all. And I had the oral the next day, and she taught me all the little uh, tricks of the trade, like how to pass, and I passed it, like I was delighted. There's so many different people. Come here, what'll happen? Where'll you go when you head back to Mullingar? That's it for the evening. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and get to sleep on this little uh, bus here and then get kicked out probably at the train station. Walk to me, uncle's house, go into the back door and sleep in beside my little cousin Ella. <laughs> Wake up in the morning and then go to work. And that's the plan. That's kind of like my routine every and, week. And that's your evening up in Dublin and back down? Yeah, and I never spend a penny up in Dublin. That's pretty good. Never spend a penny. Never. That sounds a bit wrong, doesn't it? But like money-wise, no. Never spend a penny. Always, always sit down, tap water, ketchup is free, everything is good.